It's August 16th, 2020, and welcome to episode 42 of the Babe Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Hello, welcome back. And Callie. Hello, everyone. So we are now back uh, in a period of not a lot of news, but there's some things to talk about. Uh, and the topic that we're going to cover is actually related to one of those news items. So those of you who are in the room now, we'll just have to wait until we get to that. Um, those of you who are listening on the feed will already know this from the title. <laughs> but <laughs> at any rate. Um, so just like some some sort of recent news that uh, has happened. Uh, we've got had a couple of birthdays. So uh, Bo, uh, his birthday just went by August 14th. Um, he's now 38. So happy birthday, Bo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh I think it's, I mean, like, at some point we are going to talk about the the Kami band, um, you know, sort of more specifically, but Bo's kind of special in that I think there is nobody who has played more shows than him. No, there isn't, is there? Mm, that's an interesting question. So I think as of uh, May, uh, at least according to babymetalnews.com, Bo's played 203 shows, which is the most of anybody. Whoa. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's about right. I mean, like, like it's hard to even think of a time. Uh, like, there are only a couple of rare moments when, you know, like, a handful, like less than ten, <laughs> where he hasn't yeah. been the bass player, uh, well, excluding the Western Kami. But, right. Anyway. Yeah, we really should. We really should talk about them. It's it's something we have been planning for a while, but there's a lot of research to do. <laughs> right. So given that there's yeah. homework, it gets put off. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be a staff researcher, hit us up at podcast at babypedalpodcast.com. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, also, uh, Mikiko's birthday went by um, August 11th. Mikiko is the, the choreographer. Uh, she's done choreography for Sakura Gakuin, um, Babe Metal, Perfume, uh, Karen Girls also. So. And she has her own group, and you know she's she's a celebrity in her own right. We've talked about her before, but yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, and the choreographer for the still unseen opening ceremonies for the twenty twenty <gasps> Summer Olympics. Oh yeah. Oh, I did not. That which, I didn't actually know. Which is that's kind cool. of a big that's, deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's huge. That's pretty wild. All right. Well, so next year we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. What what uh, happened? Yeah. Well, another another thing that's on my list of news. Um, I mean, this wasn't this. I guess this wasn't announced that recently, but um, the Sakura Gakuin Road to Graduation is going to be an online thing. So, and that's coming up. Uh, it's in two parts. So there's a last homeroom, and then there's the Road to Graduation 2019 final. Right. Um, they didn't obviously they didn't have this in person. And they decided that they were going to make it available. They announced it in English. Which is yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so they're anticipating people from abroad attending. So that's pretty cool. Um, the main reason I kind of thought it was worth mentioning in this context is just that it does seem like you know it's a muse, it's connected to baby metal, it's potentially a model for something they could do. So right. Hopefully, baby metal makes it easier to get tickets if they decide to do something like that. 
It was a oh. nightmare trying to figure out everything I needed to buy to make sure I could stream everything. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you didn't just buy a ticket to uh, be able to get the stream for RTG. You had you had to buy the correct version of the uh, photo book from oh. Tower Records. Uh-oh. Well, I bought, I bought, I paid for something. <laughs> I thought, I thought I bought tickets to just like both events together. So what, what does that mean? Cause they're out of the far, the photo book's no longer available. I, it, I don't know. I had like 200 tabs open in my browser last night going through it with some <laughs> other Fouquet trying to figure out what all we needed to buy and what came with tickets and what didn't. It, it, it could be actually that you could get those tickets separate. But one of the photo books definitely came with a ticket to RTG. Another version of it came with the uh, homeroom and RTG. And another one came with the ticket for the uh, Tower Records interview they just did the other night. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, it was it was a mess. <laughs> I think if you weren't trying to get the, the Tower Records interview or the photo book, I think it was relatively straightforward. Unless it, unless it? it turns out that in two weeks I'm not going to be able to see anything. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. Um, well... but. Think, thinking about it, it wouldn't make sense that you couldn't buy a ticket to just the stream. So yeah. since I was going for the photo book, it was kind of a pain. <laughs> yeah. And and of course now, just you know, earlier today, I was thinking, well, you know, maybe I should have gone for the photo book. And I was looking around and you know, can't buy it anymore. And oh, did I buy it? I think I did buy it, <laughs> except yeah. I bought it from um, uh, uh, Yahoo Auctions Japan. But it was cheaper, actually, than it would have been for us from Osmart for no reason I can understand. Got it. So. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking, all right, if I'm going to watch this thing, I might as well get the photo book. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the signed photo book? No, that I didn't. I, I didn't uh, see that in time. Uh, so uh, this is just, you know, this is just some, I mean, it's actually not too expensive. It was like 2,500 yen no, or something. They're, they're reasonable. Yeah. T- tell but, you what, I'll put mine up on Yahoo Auctions and give you the, uh, I'll give you the head start on bidding. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's nice of you. <laughs> On the Baby Model News site, when they're uh, talking about the road to graduation, there's a typo. Uh, it, it, who knows if it'll have survived? Uh, but uh, it says uh, lost homeroom instead of last homeroom. Um, <laughs> but I, I actually kind of like that as a, <laughs> as a way to call it. Because <laughs> it is sort of the lost homeroom. But anyway, yeah, so there's there's two events. Uh, you could buy each one individually or buy them together. Uh, and the advantage of buying them together is that you don't pay, like, ticketing fees yeah. <laughs> separately. Uh, but so I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, I will probably watch it, but I definitely wanted to vote for its existence by buying the tickets. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You, you know, you're right. If MUs will look at that for other groups and uh, kind of adopt the format, I think using it with SG is kind of a safe test right? because it's not, it's not their biggest group, but it's a reasonably sized group with a little bit of Western audience. And it does have this structure to it that I don't know that any other of their groups has, which is, you know, they do this annually and there's things they are, you know, mm-hmm. they do every time. And, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that they can't do these live, they've got to do something because, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Nothing, nothing bad would actually happen if they just didn't have a graduation, if they didn't have transfer ceremonies or whatever. But I mean, <laughs> it would be awful as a fan if yeah. none of that happened, <laughs> right? Because you, because you play into the lore of this being like actual schools and actual graduation and stuff. Yeah. Uh, other news that kind of went by, you know, without much comment. Um, but Hedobon 
volume 27 is out. Um, it has Metallica on the cover and uh, baby metals on the mentioned it's mentioned on the cover. And I think what I understood was supposed to be happening in this was that they asked a bunch of bands. I think it might've been a hundred actually, uh, to name their favorite live show. And they actually, in their promotional thing said, and we even got baby metal to answer. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what their answers were. Um, people started getting these though. Like I, I went on Twitter earlier today to just sort of see if anyone revealed, if anyone spoiled it. But um, I just saw, as usual with these things, it's just a bunch of people taking a picture of the the, of the cover. So we have like 3,500 you know, pictures of the cover mm-hmm. and no, nothing of the inside. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we need to see. Exactly. So. We'll have to save that one for next time. Yeah. I do have it being shipped to Tenso, but I mean, I'm not going to see that for a long time. Right. In other shipping news, uh, some people have gotten some of their, I think, Legend S stuff, right? Yeah, in, in the in the US they have. So neither Kevin nor I have. <laughs> but no. I think that's because we <laughs> ordered this, this dumb pet collar thing. No, I don't, I don't think um, the from ASMART hasn't been shipped either. I don't think that's gone out. Oh, really? Okay. No. The US star beat them. The one tweet I saw of that stuff, I thought it had the pet collar in it. Are we sure it was the pet collar that is the problem? No, I I think that's the problem. It hasn't, that's the one that's been delayed, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've only so far seen the t shirt and the bandana. Oh, I'm thinking, okay, bandana. Yeah, that's, Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking was the pet collar in the photo I saw. Yeah. And the little extra thing i don't know right. if i want to spoil it or not for people who have it i have seen it already because it was on my feed same yeah. <laughs> well it'll take it'll take a long time uh for this to get edited and out so <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> but yes yeah, i mean you know it's i don't it's probably not that big of a spoiler given that you know everyone's gonna get it or not so yeah. uh, one of the people who got their legend dust stuff is in our chat room uh so metal incarnate got a shipment uh, but it did not contain the pet collar uh, and actually not the bandana for him either. Ah. So, so the USA store is not doing so great. Yeah, it's no. just been a mess, hasn't it? Literally <laughs> mess, mess up the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't, uh, but at any rate, the, the, the special extra thing that we're about to talk about, though, um, did show up. I don't know. Is it a, be- a piece of card? It looks like a piece of black card with, it looks like, kind of like a chalkboard kind of thing with right white writing on it mm-hmm. shall i shall i say so it says thank you for coming to baby metal legend s baptism xx online live and it's got sue metal's signature on it and then on the is it the other side or another one it's, it says the same thing with moa's signature or autograph at the bottom mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool yeah no, yeah that's was, a nice surprise neat. yeah and see, this one, I actually believe they, you know, they may have participated in this, actually wrote on it, you know, <laughs> yeah. not individually on everyone's cards, but I mean, like wrote one card that got replicated. Oh, Metal Card in chat says you get two of the same one. Each side is different. Oh, okay. That That's good. I can archive one and display one. Yeah. That's yeah. Or if you oh, want to display cool. one, you can, you know, show both of them <laughs> rather than because since one side's going to be on the wall. Yeah, true. That's cool. Yeah, no, it, it is kind of neat. I and I like the shirts too. I mean, I think I think the Legend Us. I'm gonna. I'm 
expecting that I will like the Legend of Us orders more than I like the Wembley orders yeah. when they all arrive. Because it's the brand new designs, aren't they? At this point, I just hope I get my stuff. I mean, I ordered Wembley stuff in May. They said August. We're halfway through <laughs> August. No, they said end of July. <laughs> We're halfway yeah. through August. How could they mess yeah. it up so bad? If they do eventually arrive in October 2021, I'm not going to care how many months I had them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it seems a little more agitating right now when they're not here yet. But I mean, like, ultimately, if they do get here, whatever. <laughs> what's what's wild to me is I was I was talking about this with some other friends earlier this week, complaining about this very thing, how I haven't gotten my stuff from May. Since then, I have gotten merchandise from Underground Idols. In Japan, I've gotten merchandise from Bandmade within a week of ordering it and it being released. Um, I'm at this rate going to get those signed photo books, which went to print, got signed by the graduates, shipped to Tenso and then shipped from Tenso to me. So it's like and this is the U.S. store. All this stuff is supposed to come from the U.S. or closer to me than Japan. Like what what's going on here? <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So basically, I think both uh, UK and US stores are are essentially Live Nation merchandising. They're not. They're not. They are Live Nation. Yeah. Directly connected to Amuse, right? So Correct. it's it's sort of they sort of subcontracted it, and they're making Amuse look bad. I think my guess is that every band that uses Live Nation merchandising also has this problem, <laughs> right? Maybe. But um, but who's releasing merchandise or new merchandise right now? In the music yeah, I industry, I, that I have no idea. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I just think it is also possible that you know. So I think some of the some of the initial there was some like the the sh- the um, Wembley shirts did not look very good. That came from the yeah. U.S. store, um, and mostly this I think was in comparison to the Japanese ones. So we like we mm. knew what they were supposed to look like, and they didn't look like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, like I like to think anyway that maybe what was like somebody realized that crap patches were going to be sent out, <laughs> and so they said, "Wait, no, we'll send you some." Right. You think um, maybe they're reprinting some of those teas? Yeah, I don't know, but but anyway, the emails that we got indicated that it was the patches that was delaying the orders for yeah. Wembley and the and the pet collars that were delaying the orders for Legend Us. So, well, Sue just needs to get. Some of our friends over to her living room and start sewing on yeah, the pet cord. Right, exactly. Get back to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, hopefully we'll have you know actual merch to report next time we record. But who knows? <laughs> okay, and then probably the biggest news. Are we ready to move on to that? Sure. Katakawa has announced a special volume on Baby Metal, and then Katakawa is—I think it's the publisher. If it's not, maybe either that or it's the name of the magazine but i think it's i think it's the publisher's name and so on october 13th they are going to release a, a over 200 page special volume uh which is entirely on uh baby metal so it says the in the translated edition here uh says uh total power special issue of baby metal which will celebrate its 10th anniversary in 2020 Producer Kobo Metal talks about their 10-year history in addition to C-Metal and Moa Metal. So you can kind of get, you know, essentially what it's saying here. <laughs> um, there are lots of secret stories for the first time. It also includes new visuals as well as past live photos. Over 200 pages. The whole book, Baby Metal. A complete must-have for fans. 
So, um, so it's it's not uh, it is it's a publisher that has decided they're going to commemorate Big Metal's ten years, right? So this is not this is one thing. This isn't is Big Metal publishing a book. Right. This is someone publishing a book about Big Metal, but um, and and uh, Katakawa had actually done something in 2016. It wasn't a, it wasn't a whole issue, but it was, they they did a like a half issue on Babe Metal before, so maybe they know that they can make money on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to mention we said book a lot and they said book a lot, but it's not a book. It's not a hardback spined book thing. It's more like a thick magazine. Yeah, it's um. I've seen sometimes these things referred to as mooks. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, music yeah. books, <laughs> right? Um, it, it's like it's like Hedabon, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, except I think it's going to be like larger. But. Yeah, or PMC. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not really like a paperback book because the the paper is magazine paper. I guess it's not a the paper you would find in a book, right? If that makes sense. The glossy stuff. It's kind of so. So I I have the the one from 2016, and that it's it's not. At least that was not glossy paper. It's thick-ish paper, but it's not glossy. Well, well, it's not the my my point is you know you open a book and you get book paper like paper, printer paper. Yeah, right. right. It's not a book in that way. Really, really, the only reason I'm mentioning it is a lot of people have been excited to get a book, and it's not going to be like a coffee table book. So I don't want right. people to get their hopes up for the wrong reason. Yeah. Um. It is. I think it is pretty comparable to Hedabon if it, if you've ever held one of those in your hand. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. the, the paper's a little thicker, but it's right. the same kind of like it's a bunch of stuff in color, a bunch of stuff in grayscale. Mm-hmm. So it'll be nice. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, like, so even setting expectations a little bit lower like that, you know, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, so. I can't wait. Um, I won't be able to read most of it. I'm sure. So it's going to be right. excruciating waiting for a translation of something that's 204 page, 224 pages. Yeah. Right. But uh, it, it's still going to be good. It's also scheduled to come out uh, after the 10th, after October 10th. So right. it probably actually has a bunch of stuff that we don't know yet. Right. Like things that they know they have planned are probably discussed in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very well could. Because I think that happened with metal galaxy too like that there was there were some interviews that actually had some extra detail about metal galaxy that they wouldn't have said before but the interviews came out after the release so right it's not very expensive either uh, it's like 1400 yen i mean so yeah it's way more expensive to ship it overseas <laughs> yeah it's so ridiculous isn't it so buy several um <laughs> yeah actually i didn't think of that i did i only bought one <laughs> Yeah, oh, well. I didn't Oops. even think of that either. <laughs> That's kind of dumb. Damn it. <laughs> oh, well. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, it's, it's supposed to have a long interview with um, Sue and Moa. And there's a funny thing. So it's Koba is talking. There's an interview with Koba with Demon Kaka. So I didn't know anything about Demon Kaka before this. But apparently people in Japan do <laughs> know this person. Apparently, this is... Somebody who is basically, he's part of a, um, 
what appears to be essentially, I mean, it's, it's actually from 1982, I think, or something, but uh, it's essentially sort of like a, a late 70s, early 80s, like cheese metal band <laughs> you know, called, uh, like, uh, called um, Psychema 2. And Psychema 2 is actually itself kind of like a pun. So it's Psychimatsu, uh, which is both Psychema 2. Um, would end Sakima is something like uh, demon world or something, but it also like the whole word together um, Sakimatsu uh, also means something like the end of the century or something, you know. So it's another one of these things where it's you know it's uh, plays on words. But uh, so this so the the lead singer of this uh, is Demon Kaka, who appears only in costume uh, and is like. It's I guess it's sort of like kiss like in a way. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah. this this um person you only ever see them in this in this guy's uh, and is this band actually it turns out to be kind of a model for some of the lore. So Legend nineteen ninety nine, uh, you know, a bunch of the stuff that was in that in the sort of like the, the movies in that just came straight from straight from lore from this band. El Dorado, um all that stuff. <laughs> huh. So I think this is like someone Koba looks up to in in a certain way, you know. Yeah, definitely a lot of parallels. Uh, and and the, you know, so the uh, Demon Kaka person has been become kind of a um, well known personality and has done a bunch of stuff and had like a talk show and stuff like that, <laughs> you know. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I I think this is a that's that's a pretty cool get I think for this magazine and for Koba and everybody. Apparently, Sekima 2 sponsored a Formula 1 team in the 90s, says Corvine, and he posts the <laughs> image of the car. That's wild. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, so I think this is this is going to be pretty epic. What else did I forget? Oh, there's a there's a there's like a live photo archive. There's a archive of the, the various costumes um, in this magazine book thing. Mook. Mook, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be great. It's I am stopping short of thinking that this is what Baby Metal is doing for their 10th anniversary. This is just a publisher, you know, taking advantage of this. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. But um but it's going to be great. So and there'll be pictures, you know, we can look at the pictures even if we can't read the text. Yeah. It'll get translated. It'll just take a while. Yeah. So, so you can buy this in various ways. I mean, like I think I bought mine from um uh, Amazon, but Osmart has a special uh, sort of deal where you can get it together with uh, basically ten years of baby metal shirt, which is basically just has the design that's on the front of their website. It's not. I don't like the design very much, to be honest. This shirt's really ugly. <laughs> I feel bad for saying that, yeah. but it's not the best. <laughs> no, it's not. It's only single sided too. Like there's nothing on the back exactly. as far as I know. I did not buy the t-shirt. It wasn't it's not worth so it. It's so cheap. No. It's it's like something they do on tour or something, but not in Japan. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not even something they do on tour. The tour yeah. shirts are way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I also did not bother with the shirt. You can get a package that has the like it's the stay metal shirt and uh and the book together yeah. from Osmart, but um but I I didn't. I yeah. got the Osmart edition. Yeah, I got a smart and I also managed to get the one on Amazon through uh, Tenso. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which is a bit confusing because I have to, yeah, I had to translate everything. It was a bit difficult, but it worked. 
Well, I think there, so there are a couple of like, I think store specific type things that you can get, right? The different postcards or something. That, yeah. Yeah. So from my understanding, it's a postcard from the, from ASMART and then a different one from Amazon. Because I think mm-hmm. the one from CD Japan is the same postcard as the ASMART one. Yeah, I think CD Japan is actually um, sort of offering essentially like a proxy buying service, like buy years on market um, yeah. for that, which is good. CD Japan, you know, I, they're as I'm happy with them. <laughs> They've <Yeah. I've> worked <laughs> with them before and they have uh, come through pretty well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they do a good job. Anyway, that's exciting. Uh, it'll be a while before we actually see it. But um, oh, so Baby Metal did tweet about this, but they basically they've only advertised it in Japanese. So yeah. uh, they don't, they're not acting like this is for an international audience. Um, well, the whole thing's in Japanese, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't really expect your entire Western audience to want something they can't read. Fair enough. Yeah. And if you can manage to make it through their tweet, then, uh, you know, then you are eligible to <laughs> get the book. Yeah. You know, so. I remember seeing some people are upset by that. The whole thing, although, you know, it only being in Japanese and seeing, you know, not being catered to a Western audience as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to remember they're a Japanese band that isn't, I don't think, big enough to the level of like Metallica or Foo Fighters or something to cater to a planet wide audience with their merchandise. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, but I would also add that this isn't even their merchandise. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I that too. Does Katakawa want? To make something in English. Right. Uh, quite possibly not. <laughs> they never have, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that, that would be a logistical nightmare. Like, they'd have to get a translate of everything in there and print a completely different edition. The logistics of that are yeah. huge. But, I mean, you know, basically it's just sort of like, you know, some some English publisher deciding they're going to, you know, print one of their issues in, in Thai or something. You know, it's like, well, right. why, why, you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little much to ask. So I'm I'm hoping that the actual thing that Bay Metal themselves do for their 10th anniversary is a little bit more internationalized. But mm-hmm. okay, I guess maybe the next couple things to mention would be uh, we did get some feedback on prior episodes and and haven't been mentioning it. <laughs> but um, so just just mention a couple of things, I guess. On episode 39, uh, which was the Legend Corset Festival, um, we had mentioned somewhere now i forget exactly how this came up but that that the phrase stay metal actually came from rob halford um and someone in the uh auto uh in the youtube comments uh pointed out that this was this was actually something that rob halford said to the girls of baby metal when they first met so that's where that attribution was supposed to have come from stay metal mm. it's not just a pure rob halfordism in the world it's actually baby metal specific <laughs> Right. Um, that's cool. On episode 40, we talked about Headbanger and, and missed things, of course. <laughs> um, so thanks to Rick Wagner for posting this on all of our places, the things that we missed. But um, <laughs> Yes, thank you. We should run everything by. <laughs> we really should. <laughs> um, but um, just to mention quickly what he said there. So Headbanger Night of 15 mix, you know, so that, that sort of special version of Headbanger uh, was performed actually uh, at Legend D as well at for Sue's 15th birthday. Um, we had mentioned it being at Legend 1997. Uh, and I, I didn't actually realize that this had been performed a couple of times. I really thought it was only just the once. <laughs> right. So. 
So that's cool. And I, there were apparently uh, also two different t- 2014 era uh, Yui Banger and Moa Banger versions too. So Yui did it in Paris on July 1st. And then there was a, another Apocrypha Y show on July 21st that Yui did it as well. And then Moa did it on July 3rd. And then at the Apocrypha M show also on July 21st. Anyway, there were there were two. Right. We missed, we, missed the, uh, we missed the Apocrypha in Japan versions. Yep. <laughs> so Arata now taken care of. Um, and then I guess maybe the, the last thing to say, I don't have any real specific things, except that um, we got a lot of positive, positive uh, feedback on our previous episode, um, Always on Your Side. So if somehow you're listening to this and haven't listened to that one, go listen to that one. Everybody liked it. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for the, the feedback as well. Yeah, we'll definitely try and do more stuff like that in the future. Just yeah. know that it takes a lot of work to coordinate stuff like that. So it's it's not going to be exceedingly rare but it's going to be less often than we'd all probably like. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I think we can get to the um, reveal of the topic that we uh, decided to go with at the last minute. So I think um, something like 70 minutes ago, <laughs> we decided that <laughs> what our topic would be. So this Katakawa special volume that is coming out um, as part of their sort of like marketing push, they encouraged basically audience interaction by having a survey in which you're supposed to select your favorite chosen 10 words about Babe Metal. And so, and in fact, actually, the that phrase that I just read was in English on their survey, yeah. uh, even though most of the rest of the survey is in Japanese. So I guess perhaps they're expecting people who, you know, speak English to participate in this. But um, so that's what we that's what we decided we would do, uh, basically. Uh, this, the survey itself, you know, it's, you're supposed to select your favorite chosen 10 words, or also referred to as 10 words that make up Babe Metal's charm, or 10 words that make up the appeal of Babe Metal. Just 10 words. Um, and <laughs> then, 10. yeah, and then explain why. Uh, so you have 150 characters to explain why. I don't know how many words that comes out to. <laughs> um, but uh, at any rate, and so we thought that might make kind of an interesting show topic or at least something that we could kind of wing it with you know sort of go around to the extent that we have 10 words <laughs> at least <laughs> and, and kind of just sort of, sort of talk about it um so i i mean it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a goofy task i don't know <laughs> kelly what silly. do you think of the task i have this <laughs> suspicion that you no i just when when you try and think of 10 words about this sort of thing, I just automatically think of all the cheesy stuff. So I found it quite difficult <laughs> to try and think of ones that weren't really cheesy and because that is not me at all. I'm not that kind of live, laugh, love person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've, no, I have seven now. I did have three and now I have seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it, it's silly. I don't actually I have no idea what they're expecting. Like, I don't know if they're expecting... English words, they're going to get them. They you know, will. I'm sure, but, um, and I don't know what they're going to do with them. They, when they actually, when you um, when you try to submit the form, you need to. Uh, There's some things that are required, including your prefecture. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't know what you pick. Uh, you can pick Tokyo. That's a probably a, a decent prefecture. You could pick uh, Hiroshima for Sue or Aichi for Mo. I guess. <laughs> But get creative um, with it. Yeah. Where do you want to be from? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so, but presumably they're asking this information because it's conceivable. They will attribute it to you. (laughs) 
in the published volume. So that would be kind of cool. Uh, you have to put your name, but but they they explicitly say that your metal name is allowed. I hadn't even thought of that that you that that you might get published and attributed to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of assumed it might be in part, you know, just like here's the most common words people picked. Yeah, I was just kind of expecting a word cloud. Yeah, if you see anything from Paulway's metal. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me. Can, you do, can you do a word cloud in Japanese? Does that work? Like if you have if you have a bunch of kanji just plastered on a page in traditional word cloud mm-hmm. formation, does it no longer make sense? I think it no longer makes sense, right? Anyways, I'm just derailing us on a thought. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, somebody will know. Somebody, yeah. somebody will give us a word cloud for something. Actually, no. I think I've done that actually with a, a you know whatever I, I I have had occasion to to try to use computational linguistics tools. I think I did do that. Um, I'll, I'll look afterwards. Really with but, Japanese? Um, yeah, no, I did it. It was a joke. I did it with with um, song four's lyrics. <laughs> 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 but um, but I'm pretty sure that it was actually using you know the Japanese orthography. Oh, cool. So I'll, I'll find that. Episode forty three. Yeah. Computational linguistics with Paul, as it, <laughs> right. as, it as it pertains to song four. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, um, so so I didn't have much of a format really for this. Uh, I was just thinking that we could each just like volunteer a word and talk about it, and or say like, yeah, that was one of mine too, <laughs> or something. I should say we don't know what each other's words are, except for I revealed one in our internal chat. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, so maybe I'll I'll use that one because it turned out that um, Callie had picked something similar, and maybe Kevin yeah. actually also had. But the first one I had mentioned um, was friends. I liked it because it was sort of multi-use. You know, it's it's friends among people that I've met through the band in the fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but it's also sort of the effect you get from seeing them that they are friends amongst themselves. You know, that they yeah, goof around. Exactly my reason as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was actually the first one on my list. No, yeah, not friends, yeah. friendship. I put yeah, friendship. friendship I, I have that. Yeah. 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 Cause I think, you know, I mean, like you see this in there goofing around, you know, like when Moa pokes Sue and give me yeah. chocolate or mm-hmm. makes faces in Magutsune or, 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 you know, with, with Hideki as well. And yeah. And I, I chose it too because I, I've made, met and made so many friends over the years in this fan base too that. Mm-hmm resonated with me probably the strongest yeah so and now and so now i'm kind of curious if if all three of us had it maybe this is going to make it into the word cloud (laughs) (laughs) okay so um i don't know Uh, kevin you want to give another one sure i will give another one i will give the word happiness oh nice um that to me this this whole thing just exudes happiness It, it makes you smile if i'm having a bad day you know, I'll, I'll put a song on and it makes me smile and it changes my day, changes my mood. Um, it's always done that. Um, on another level, you know, kind of in line with friendship, you know, I've, I've done a lot of travel. I've had the opportunity to go to a number of shows and I'm very thankful for that. And I've created a lot of happy memories by being a fan of this group. I agree with this feeling, you know, that it, it's it kind of like is, uh, I don't know, uplifting of mood. <laughs> Uplifting. Yeah. Did anyone use that? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, right. uplifting. Yeah, I, I so. love that. I'm adding that to my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sealing that one. No cheating, Callie. Right. I'll give you my second word. 
Okay. So this isn't really a feeling. It's just what I think of the band is unique because they are. That's a That's good word. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the fact that their shows are unique as well, especially the shows in Japan, they just blow you away. Mm-hmm. Just haven't been there myself, but yeah, we've, we've seen so many through the Blu-rays and things, but they're the most unique bands I've ever come across. Yet. Yeah. You haven't seen them in Japan yet. No. Right, right, right. It's going to happen. Yet, yet, yeah. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound so defeated. It'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like that. That, that was, I, I'm, you know, annoyed I didn't think of that one. <laughs> yeah, good. that didn't make That's it on my list either. <laughs> there really is nothing else like them. No. <laughs> I had a, a sort of a silly one, which um, was Line. Which kind of goes along with the friends thing, you know, like this sort of experience of being in the line. Um, but then, it, you know, it's because it is really sort of like one of the, I don't know, the things that I think about when I think about Babe Metal. But then it also has the second meaning, you know, that uh, it's it's Ine. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the first thing I thought of when you said line. Yeah, so I thought. <laughs> so. Do you really Sorry. think it's called line? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, I, I liked it. I liked it for the double meaning. So that's good. That's good. Queuing for our international friends. Cue, right. The queue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. We don't really use that word in the U S. No. Right. <laughs> At least in that context, I guess it's my turn. I'm going to yep. say travel. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I think, well, not only are they globetrotters and have been almost all over the world at this point, um, but it's given me an opportunity to to kind of grow and travel and see places and parts of the world I didn't really expect to see. Um, and that that's kind of had a, a deep meaning for me. Um, I don't know why. I'm a pretty confident guy. Um, I, I, I like to think, uh, but one of the things that I never really had the confidence to do before was get on an airplane and go somewhere by myself and kind of chart my own path. You know, it was always something I would do with friends or coworkers or things like that. Um, so really wasn't until I started going to concerts that I was willing to go buy a plane ticket, buy a hotel room and get on the airplane by myself and kind of do my own thing. Um, and you know, even internationally, Um, it's a big step. It is a big step. Mm. Um, and that wasn't really something I had thought about until I was making this list, um, you know, kind of how I had grown in that way. Um, I, if you had asked me 10 years ago if I was ever going to get on an airplane fly to Japan without speaking the language by myself, I probably would have thought you were crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to go to a concert. <laughs> <laughs> to go to a concert, yeah. Uh, so so travel is kind of a, a big one for me. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and I haven't... Um, I haven't left the country, but I've, but I still, it still feels slightly ridiculous to have flown to the other coast yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Totally. to go to a concert. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's not a trivial distance. Yeah. It's not just not something I would have really done except out of this context. Yeah. Somehow yeah. I would have just said, Oh, well, I guess they're not coming to my city. Too bad. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I just for the U.S. tour, I took a week off work and piled in a van with some folks and drove up down the West Coast. All right, my third one mm-hmm. is is catchy because no matter how 
where, wherever you are at work or somewhere at someone's house, you're chilling, you're the, their songs are always in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm just always thinking about them. They're, they're just, they're a part of you. Yeah. They're catchy. Definitely. <laughs> I had one that was close. So, yeah. so maybe I'll put that in here, which is, um, persistent. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so once again, I'm going for like trying to cram as many meanings into a word as yeah. I can. <laughs> but this, but is, that was, this is why you were a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like, so uh, in in the little um, parenthetical I wrote on my own list here, I put persistent, but uh, included in that earworminess. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I think that's uh, kind of catchy. Yeah. But uh, what I was thinking with persistent was also just the uh, kind of unique ability they have to be replayed. Like, mm-hmm. um, like you can just keep listening to them and not burn out. And then their own persistence, you know, that that they've managed to keep going <laughs> to just about ten years. Yeah, definitely has a lot of staying power. Yeah, which a lot of people didn't think they would. Including, you know, the people who formed the group. <laughs> Including the people who formed the group, yeah. Uh, is it okay. my turn? It is, yeah. my turn. Precise. Precise okay. is my next word. And I have some, I have dabbled in the arts and dance and things like that. And that was one of the very <laughs> first things I noticed was how consistent and clean they are on stage. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, I, I taught high school marching band and color guard and things like that. Um mm. So that, that yeah, that's yeah, just I something I kind of I I notice, you know, and I when I see dance or performance and things like that, I look at it kind of at a at a higher level. And I remember my first week in the fandom thinking to myself, how how are they so clean and how are they so precise all the time? It's the same show every single time. Yeah. <laughs> how do they but do they that? Are, they really are. <laughs> And at the same and, time, you know, many of them are young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, my next word actually kind of follows on from that one is fierce. Mm-hmm. So that's more uh, about uh, their performance because of their kind of facial expressions, and especially Sue when she's giving you that death stare. And yeah. the fact that every move is so fierce, even the songs, like some of the songs are just, yeah, absolutely fierce. And yeah. I think kind of in the same vein, I have confidence. Yeah, yeah. You can tie those together. Yeah, you could. I don't think I had anything that was quite like that. Um, So (laughs) my next one was um, diverse. Um, (gasps) Yeah. Which, which again, I was trying to bend in two ways. You know, so one one being they have a diversity in the genres that they that they work with. Definitely. Um, But then also just like the fan demographics is diverse. You know, more diverse than. Well, yeah. more diverse than a lot of metal for sure, <laughs> but Absolutely. I think also more diverse than a lot of like idol and, you know, it's, it's, it crosses a pretty wide spectrum. Yeah, definitely. Diverse. I would have never thought of that. See, this, the topic one. is working, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Love it. Uh, so my next, my next word is uh, community. <gasps> oh, good. Oh, that's a lovely word. Oh, thank you. Um <laughs> I don't know if it necessarily fits the mold of what the magazine was asking for of describing the band. Um, but in my mind, it it's a word that describes baby metal as a whole. Um, because, yeah. you know, I think we've, we've talked about, we've talked about the fan base and how amazing and inclusive everybody is. You know, we, we heard about that talking to Toby two weeks ago in the last episode. Um, this community of fans is amazing. 
you know, and it kind of goes back to friendship and travel and all of these things and seeing the mm-hmm. same people. It's, it's a wonderful community to be a part of, you know, everybody is so inviting and welcoming and caring and compassionate, um, that, that I think it's encompassing of baby metal. Yeah. And I think it fits the way that, that fits the, uh, the requirement is just your favorite chosen 10 words. So it doesn't mm. even need to be an adjective. No. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> my, my next one, I think everyone can agree. And it goes for any aspect of baby metal is addictive. Uh, ah, yeah. Yes. The fact that being addicted to going all to the, all of their shows, no matter yes. what country they're in, addicted yes. to their merchandise yes. yep. <laughs> and addicted just to, to their music in general. Cause probably, I know all of you probably listen to it probably yep. 10, more than 10 times a day, every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is strange to think about the fact that I probably, you know, very few days have gone by in the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't at least heard them once, right? So, uh, let's see, what did I have? Um, I guess this is sort of connected to what we were talking about before. I had an enlightening, um, ah. which is both, you know, both sort of like, uh, I was thinking of this as part of, partly of like the personal realization that there are still new things in the world, you know, like that this is, mm-hmm. this is something that I hadn't seen before and it is still possible to do things that I hadn't seen before. Um, and then also just, this was like, sort of like the uplifting that we were talking about before that, uh, you know, it's, it is a lightning mm-hmm. of the, of whatever mood you're in. Right. Just because I'm going to piggyback off Callie because yep. she mentioned yeah. it. One of my words is merchandise. I'm not going to talk about merchandise because <laughs> I think Callie covered it with addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to cross it off my list and give you one of my other ones. Okay. Um, gateway. Ooh. I chose gateway because after discovering and listening to this band, I have become obsessed with and started following so many more music groups, mostly Japanese, oh. um, that I would have never found otherwise. So for me, they, they, they've they been a gateway into a whole new world of music that I didn't know existed and that I would love. That's yeah. I mean, like for me, I certainly found bands through them that I hadn't, that I, that I wouldn't have, you know, like they, mm-hmm. they, they at least brought me back to appreciating a style of music that I had kind of left behind. Mm. And I can see that they, well, and, and actually, of course I have, there are, you know, Japanese bands now that I wouldn't have come across <laughs> for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I yeah, like yeah. it. And that's what the, that's their, you know, like one of the things that they, I think wanted to be was a gateway. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. My next one is, um, it's kind of maybe similar to enlightening, but um, exhilarating, especially mm. yeah. watching them live because, well, kind of the definition of exhilarating is making one someone feel so happy. Mm. Yeah, and also just listening to their music, you can in, it's an instant mood changer listening to their music. Yeah, yeah, they definitely get the endorphins going. Right. Yeah, yeah. great for working out as well. Um, I, I should have uh, stuck this one in with the the other merch ones too, but uh, I had expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that beats all of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that word. I don't want to think about that word. <laughs> it's what it's done to my like wallet. What were we just talking about? Shipping a $13 book for $40? <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, 
I, I've lost track. I'm just at this point of which ones, uh, what number I'm on. But um, I had hilarious, which I liked. Because I, I, I think I do. I do always kind of in the back of my mind think that they there is a there is a comic element that they are trying for. You know, yeah. I mean, like, hmm. they're they're not unintentionally funny. They are intentionally funny. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, so I have two left on my list. One of them makes me nervous because Callie made fun of it already. So I'm going to save that mm-hmm. one for last. Do it. <laughs> no, okay. I'm saving that one for last. Okay. Uh, so my next one is going to be blues. Ah, oh, yes. No. Never in my life has attending something made me sad and happy mm. at the same time. I, I, I don't know if this is something you guys have experienced when you go to shows, but the baby metal blues, when the concerts are over and you're on your way home, are real for me. That, yeah, yeah. I have never been simultaneously happy and sad. (laughs) (laughs) So for, for, for me that, that is, that was one of the the quintessential moods or words of baby metal because to me it's defining in a good way. Yeah. So maybe somewhere in there, you know, in none of our words, but should be is a extreme. (laughs) No, maybe. Or extremes or something. Yeah. I only have one more because the other three are ones I've nicked from you, which was happiness, uplifting, and motivating. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, have you said motivating yet? Uh, no. no. Oh, I've just spoiled it. I'll do that one as my next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so motivating because I think when I do listen to their music, it kind of motivates me to do other things. So maybe like film a, a video or go out for a walk or go out for mm. like do a workout or something because the, the music kind of gets you pumped and also that yeah. the words inside the music kind of speak to you and make kind of make you move forward mm-hmm. definitely yeah so i find them very motivating and just the girls in general just because they're so cool and awesome oh that's a great word yeah, yeah. i think that connects relatively well with with like you know the previous episode too right you know that um yeah uh there's a sense in which yes. seeing their progress through their life is motivating yeah. they bring mm-hmm. you, definitely. you through your own yeah definitely excellent I don't. I'm glad I don't have to follow that one up. Paul, it's your turn. Yeah. Well, it, and my better ones I had uh, were the earlier ones. Um, I have, I have a playful, which I thought would be ah, like, okay. yeah. Um, That's still solid. kind of fits in with the friends theme, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, and like watching them on stage as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so so fun to watch. So my tenth and final word. The one I previewed as <laughs> going to get made fun of by Callie <laughs> is love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I, I I agree though. It's just yeah. I I don't I, I don't know how you could describe anything they do or what they make mm-hmm. over the last ten years without use without using that word as as cringy or as uh, awful as it might be to it. say. It's uh <laughs> it it just felt applicable and I couldn't overlook yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's, uh, I don't know, there's a, there's a kind of, um, there's something about them that gives you permission to use the word, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, okay, I see. <laughs> That's good. Fine, I'll allow it, begrudgingly, yeah. <laughs> but I'll allow it. <laughs> well, my last one is um, wild. Mm. And this is, this is mostly for... Get- experiencing one of their shows because you have no Mm. idea what the crowd is going to be like 
mm-hmm. specific, um, especially the recent shows in London and kind of in the UK that the crowd went wild and there was a lot of crowd surfing. The if, when like imagine I was playing in BMC, it was so heavy and I could just feel the crowd behind me and just the music. I, I just knew lots of other people were coming like, over the barrier and I just everyone was just going wild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely that's yeah yeah I can I can see that yeah. I would definitely say you know these these were my first I'm not gonna say my first metal con- my first metal concerts where I've been in a pit mm-hmm. um, I had I had seen Metallica and stuff like that before mm-hmm. but I'd never been in a pit I'd always had a seat because I was younger yeah um, so yeah I, I could definitely see wild I'll, I'll never forget being crushed against the barrier at my very first show <laughs> like start struggling to breathe it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that's part of the experience, I guess. But absolutely, so. I had. I think the 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 best of the couple that I have left um, is committed, uh, which mm. kind of fits along with the you know yeah. the, the mm-hmm. stuff we've already been talking about. But you know, <laughs> yeah. both in terms of fans and in terms of them as performers, definitely that worked out pretty well. I think we have a we've come up with whatever that is twenty five ish good words. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I'd be curious to hear what everybody else's words are you know if you're so inclined leave us a comment wherever you're listening mm-hmm. and uh i'd be curious to see what some of your words are maybe you don't have to do all 10 but give us a couple that'd be fun to fun to read yeah and we look forward to seeing what actually makes it into the thing in the yeah. <laughs> in the end yeah so everybody do try to submit some i think that would be kind of uh it'd be kind of neat for there to be english words in there yeah Definitely. i so. hope so and we can put a link to where you do that in our uh, notes below the episode. Yeah. I don't think we know what the deadline is, but presumably at some point they have to start printing this. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Loon in the chat says, and I think it bears <gasps> mentioning, none of you said kawaii. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. And uh, devoted was suggested in the um, chat as well, which I think yeah. uh, from JH Metal, which I think was, uh, I think that's also good. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from online, <laughs> or their social media, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, so you know, good luck to everybody getting your word into the into the word cloud. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Anything else we wanted to talk about before we close this off? No, no not I, I can think that, of. Yeah, I think that about does it. No, okay. Well, that was fun, actually. Like, we had no idea how this was going to go, <laughs> but I think it worked out pretty well. So I think so too. Yeah. Uh, and so that's it for this episode. You can join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it, so please do that. We'll be back here in about two weeks, and we hope you'll join us then. And until then, see you. <laughs>